morning, ladies. Happy Monday. We have made it to a new week. Uh, I hope that you all had an amazing weekend and you are off to a great start. I'm excited to chat with you all today a little bit early. I have some um, client schedules that got moved around, so I hope you don't mind me being a little bit early on, on y'all today. Um, we've got some great, great topics to talk about today. First and foremost, I always open in prayer. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I know that not everybody needs a fitness coach, needs a nutrition coach right now, but your support listening in is amazing and it, it means everything to me. So whether you're subscribing on YouTube or liking and commenting on Facebook or sharing these podcasts with your friends, I just want to say thank you so much because you are helping us spread the word of how to treat our bodies correctly, how to break this mold of worldly thoughts and visions around our health. And we're going to break some of those lies with, with God's truth. So thank you so much, everybody, for just being here, for supporting, for liking, for commenting, for sharing um, and subscribing. I know it seems so silly, but um, it means the world to me. So before we start, we are going to pray. If you have any prayer requests, please put them in the comments. Hi, Vanessa. Let me know what you need prayer for. If you have any praise reports, let me know as well. I know we have a bunch of new people in our Fit and Faithful Moms group on Facebook as well. So if you are new here or tuning in for the first time, if ever you need prayer, you don't really want to talk about it, you can drop a comment on anything with just an emoji. And that's sort of my SOS for clients in this group to know that, hey, I need prayer. Don't want to go into it, but I just need to know someone's praying for me. So if you see that in the group, you know what that means. And if you message me or comment that in the group, please know that we, uh, my team in this group will be praying for you as well. So first, Lord, I just want to come to you with Thanksgiving. Um, thank you so much for the holy, amazing, faithful, promise keeper, gatekeeper, healer, um, doctor, protector, um, conqueror that you are. Lord, you are a good, good father. And, and we just want to praise you before we come with our request today. Lord, help us to set our hearts on you. Help us to fix our eyes on you. Help us to um, tear down some parts of our hearts that have been hardened by this word, uh, world and allow your fresh word, your seed to grow in our hearts. Lord, help us to prune the areas that we need to prune. Help correct us lovingly. Help us to hear that and not be offended. Lord, help us to know that you are correcting us and pruning us um, because you love us so much, Lord. Not because of all the things we've done wrong or what we should do to earn your love or, or trust back again, Lord. We already have all of that. So help us to remember that your correction comes from love. Help us not to worldly interpret it, but earthly interpret that correction, Lord. Father, help me to speak your words correctly. Help this spread out to women who need to hear it. And Father, just bless every woman and man that is under the tone of my voice today. Give them peace, patience, blessing, self-control, love, joy, 
Lord, more than anything, just peace over them. I love you. We love you. We praise you and worship you in Jesus name. Amen. So I'm excited to be here. A lot of things. So I talked to a lot of you throughout the week, right? And I, um, I'm noticing trends. It's so funny because my coaches on my team will say, there's a lot of trends going on with clients this week. And it's so true. And it just leads me to believe uh, the enemy really wants to make us push that stuff down, right? But if you are struggling with it, I guarantee you at least one other person in this group is struggling with it. So bring your struggles. Don't hide them. This is where we can grow together. This is where we can learn more. Um, so bring that out. I promise you're not the only one. I promise you don't have anything to be embarrassed about in here um, or anything like that. So be open and honest with yourself. What has been speaking to me the most and what God has been pruning me through a lot is his correction. And that's why I prayed it this morning. So often in the world, when someone comes at us, and this could just be me, but um, I'm a type A sort of perfectionist, actually am, am perfectionist, um, OCD, but also ADD, struggles with anxiety, all of those things. So when someone comes to me and is like, this wasn't right, my first gut initial reaction is to go, how? No, no, this is perfect. I put everything into this. I know what it was. And I have to really consciously think about the source that that criticism or that correction is coming from. It's one thing to instantly feel that thing towards humans when they're correcting you. Um, a lot of times this happens at the gym, right? If someone comes up to you and is like, hey, you're doing that wrong. Now, it could be um, the way they approach you, especially as females, it could be that it's a man approaching you when you're like, I don't, I don't need this right now. But it really all comes down to how we respond to it. So how I respond to earthly criticism really is, is different than how I'm responding to God's, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes I do the same thing. I go, God, are you kidding you know, and I'm just trying to be transparent here. I don't know if any of you have these wrestling matches with God. Sometimes I feel like David wrestling with the angel and, and that's where I am sometimes with God, but I will wrestle and, and feel, no, like I, I, I got my checklist, right? My checklist is all done. I did everything how I thought I was supposed to. And he goes, when did you confront me or ask me or consult me about your plans. I go, okay. And I got convicted. So how we respond to things matters. I'm prefacing that in this, in this podcast, because I am going to challenge you on some things. And I want you to know that I'm coming at you with love. This correction comes at you with love. It's not me trying to transform you because I cannot. Um, a lot of people I have to say no to coaching to because they think I can get there, right? I can meet them there, speed, uh, spoon feed them, 
make their meals, lift their arms for their workouts, and I'm going to make it easy. Transformation, whether you have a coach or not, is not easy. Am I going to give you the blueprint for what we're doing? Yes. And that part is easy for you. You're not sifting through information, figuring out what you need to do. I will do that for you, but you still need to do the hard work. So I just want to, again, preface this. This is coming from love. Yes, it's not about our plans. It's about his. And our, our best laid plans are, are nothing compared to what God wants for his kingdom. And we have to sort of step back out of that, right? It's not me, 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 me. I'm looking at me and all this stuff. It's his kingdom. We are blessed and honored to have a small part in that. So what I'm hearing the most this week is I'm not getting results quick enough. I've been doing this since January 1st and I'm not a size six yet. I haven't lost five pounds yet. I don't see any inches lost. Um, I've been putting in all this hard work and don't have anything to reap from it yet. There's nothing showing yet. The key word there is yet. I just want you to take a step outside of yourself for a minute. Whether you started this journey January 1st, January, whether you started this journey October or months ago, you decided to focus on your health. It takes time to get results. It takes time to build a good foundation. It takes time to build habits. So many of you are so upset and discouraged and frustrated that you're putting in all this work and you're not seeing results. I want you to just step outside of yourself for a minute. Are we getting healthy for our self gain? Is that what you want? If it is, okay, that's a completely different story. But if you are getting healthy under God's purpose for your life, you've prayed about this, you know he's calling you to be healthier, to break chains of unhealthy habits from generations ago that you're still dealing with here because no one had the courage to stand up and go enough is enough. You're there and it's hard. This isn't about you. It really isn't. You need to take a step back and go, this is for my kids, for my kids' kids, because decisions that your great, great, great grandma and grandpa made are still affecting you now. So decisions you are making now will go down the line. Generations that you can break links and break chains in your health. So if you think you just started this January 1st or October or last January, you didn't. You did not start this then. This started well before you. It has nothing to do with you. So stop taking it so personally that you're doing all this work and you're not seeing results. At the end of the day, it's not about you. You're breaking chains for your family. Are you going to see results from it? Absolutely. You are going to see transformations for it? Absolutely. But the ones you see inside and the ones you see on the outside are nothing compared to what your children will see, what your children's children will see, what they won't even know who to thank, right? It'll just be so taken for granted that they know how to eat correctly and, and praise God for their bodies and 
say, I, I'm happy with this shell that God gave me because I'm made in his image and the spirit lives here. You're breaking chains. You don't even know who to blame right now, right? For how you got here. Many would say it, you know, as I was growing up, I watched my mom diet consistently. We didn't have a lot of money. We didn't buy food. Um, that was great for us. Whatever that is, it didn't start with your mom either. It started well before that. This isn't about you. So I need you to take a step back here and realize that you are fighting a battle that is not an earthly one. God says it over and over again. It's not about this world, what we're fighting. There is spiritual warfare going on for your family right this second. Whether you know it or not, you have angels protecting you right now from evil things. And I know those evil things can sneak in. All the opposite things of the fruit of the spirit, right? And God tells us, he knows that we're going to be tempted. He knows that you're going to crave that. I keep saying Oreo in my <laughs> podcasts. Maybe I'm craving Oreos. He knows you're going to crave that insert thing that you can't, can't seem to get self-control around. He knows you're going to be tempted to judge. He knows you're going to be tempted in your self-control. He knows you're going to be tempted in your joy. He knows he's, you're going to be tempted in your peace, in your finances, in your family. He knows you're going to be tempted in your marriage, in your thoughts, in your own mind. But he will provide a way out. The world tells you, oh, you know, even, even Christians, oh, God won't give you more than you can handle. That is, is true. But we need to say, I'm not handling it. He is. God doesn't give me more than he can handle and knows that he can provide me the strength to get through. When we say God won't give you more than you can handle, it implies that I am now responsible for getting out of this mess because I must have got myself in this mess and I need to find the strength myself to get through it. God will give you the strength. You don't have the strength to get through this yourself. You don't have the strength to get through your health and fitness journey yourself. You don't have the strength to get through your cravings yourself. How do I know? Because you're here and you've tried it on your own and it doesn't happen. You need the strength from God. You need a supernatural peace that overcomes you. You need to be guided by the spirit who lives inside of you that is going to provide you a way out. He is going to provide you with the fruits of the spirit if you realize it's not about you. It's not about your pounds lost. It's not about your waist size. Maybe God's preventing that from happening because he needs you to get more in tune that this isn't about this external thing. What we have here is dying. It is withering. It is going away. I hate to break it to you, but you're going to get old. You're going to wrinkle, right? Like, I don't know. I'm getting all these like smile wrinkles up here. And I had someone like, oh, are you going to, you know, get this skincare and get like a Botox there? No. As someone who struggles with anxiety for as long as I have, these marks are reminders that I smiled. 
right? That I've overcome things with God's grace. That's a great thing. Yes, Averill says he's so much more motivating than a magazine. He will never quit on you. He doesn't tire. So when you feel those cravings come and you feel like you've just been in this circle of diet, do good, get frustrated, quit. Diet, do good, get frustrated, quit. It's time to break out. You know that you're in a cycle. You need to break out. Where are you going to hop off? Where are you going to start this going in a different direction? Not about you, about your kids, about your spouse. I know we talk a lot about how our girls will be raised, right? But this is how your sons will treat their future wives. We need to break this cycle. And if your cycle is diet, do good, don't see results, quit. We need to to fix something in this link. Diet, do good, don't see results or quit. I'm doing a Bible study with my clients right now on um, not quitting. It is amazing. Um, It is so good. But what I want you to know is this where I don't see results is your pivotal part. Not the diet you pick, not praising yourself on how good you do. That saying, how good I did. Look how well I did. Look how good I'm doing. I roll my eyes because it's something we we do as women and we don't even realize it. We just want to poof ourselves up and don't even realize we're doing it. We didn't give ourselves that strength to get through it. He did. So right when you get to that point of I'm seeing no results, before you quit, I want you to think this. Am I giving God his glory? Am I giving praise for allowing me to even get to this point? Maybe he allowed you to see results early to get you motivated and encouraged because there's going to be that season you don't see any results. Stop putting a time frame on your health. There isn't one. It is going to be for the rest of your life. I started working out and training people when I was 16 in a kickboxing studio that was my love. I still love all things MMA. It's it's my passion. It's also how I tore my ACL. But it's still my it's still my passion. I didn't stop just because I got my bachelor's degree in um, exercise physiology. I was like, well, I know it all. So I don't have to apply this anymore. Not when I got my nutrition certificate and coaching degrees. I didn't stop then. I still have to push myself daily. The pushes that I push myself through are different than they were when I was 16. But they all set me up for this. So this part where you're not seeing results and you're getting frustrated, I don't want you to think it think of it as now it's time to quit. Well, this doesn't work. God wants you to go, what is my way out of this? What is my desire for your life? You have to step out of yourself. It's a very hard to do, especially when you've had that week right? Everyone starts their diet and they lose seven to 10 pounds and they feel great. Everyone goes through it. It's all water weight. You really didn't burn 800 or 80,000 calories in two weeks. I promise. 
you lost your water weight, you're, you're redoing your hormones. It's great. We got all excited and then we don't see anything. And it's because there's a process that God has to do in you. That's something you cannot see. You cannot see your hormones, right? I have to get blood work to know if I'm like, my hormones are right. If my thyroid is right. Um, I have to get hooked up to an EKG to know if my heart valves are going right. If my rhythms are good. These are things that I can't see. That's what's being transformed in those things that you can't see results. You have to have faith. Faith is belief in the unseen. When you are not seeing results, you need to have faith that you will continue on this journey, not in your strength, in his, and he is going to provide you a different way out. Because if you keep going on your path, what's going to happen? You're going to quit. And then you're going to start all over again with another diet, thinking this is the one, and you're never going to get there. You will never get there. I've seen this cycle so many times. I've trained people, thousands and thousands of people at this point. You won't get there if you stay stuck and you're only driven to keep going because of numbers on a scale, sizes on your pants, or anything like that. Stop looking for those results and start looking for the ones you can't see. The ones you have to have faith that are working. Remember, faith is belief in the unseen. You are going to believe that there is a change going on inside of you that is bigger than any scale number or pant size or bathing suit that you want to fit into. There is change that is happening that could extend your life because you're giving your heart life, that you're giving your muscles strength, that you're giving your bones mass and density, that you're giving your blood flow and your cholesterol levels lower, lower numbers, that you're balancing your hormones. You can't see that. You have to believe in the unseen. You have to have faith that it's working when you don't see results. Stop getting frustrated and start building your faith. When you feel frustrated at lack of results, I want you to flip the script and go, nope, I'm having faith that this is going to work because I don't care if you work out with me or at wherever, or if you work out on your own, I couldn't even think of a gym <laughs> at this point. I, uh, CrossFit, burn boot camp, any of those, I don't care what you do. It will work if you work. It doesn't work when we get frustrated and then we quit. So F and F. When you get frustrated, you're going to build your faith, faith in the unseen, that something's going on deeper inside of me that I can't see yet. There's a foundation being laid. There is a chain being broken that is going to lay path to a whole different direction of my life if I stay in the faith, if I stay believing in the unseen. If you say that, this isn't about you. It's not. And until you remove yourself from your health journey, you may, you may always be in this struggle of not seeing results. You have to remove yourself. You have to take yourself out. You have to expect 
that frustration is going to happen. You have to trust that if you prayed over your health journey, which if you haven't done yet, that is step one. Before you join the gym, before you hire a coach, before you buy weights and you pay for these programs that you've done before and now they're collecting dust. You know, we've all done it since the 90s, right? Ever since those infomercials came out. How many of those CDs and DVDs, sorry for my younger kids who are like, what? Do you have there? How many saved YouTube videos of workouts do you have that you've just never done? I'll get to this, I'll get to this. It's not in your strength. It's in his. The other thing that we're not going to place our trust in is things of this world, which really are our earthly results. Job 31, 24 through 28 says, if, and I want you to think about Job here, who lost everything in his faith state in God, God allowed the devil to tempt him, but God also provided a way out for Job. So this passage says, if I've made gold my trust, my security, that also is a punishable offense because I would then be disloyal to God above. If you are making the scale, your security and your success, you're missing the point. If you're making the bathing suit, your success and your security, you're missing the point because those things will always go up and down. Your metabolism will continue to change as you get older. You will go through menopause. You will deal with hormonal issues. You will have teenagers at some point. You will have less time than you even think that you have now, but your security doesn't come from your workouts. It doesn't come from your nutrition. It doesn't come from your pant size. It certainly doesn't come from the scale. Your security comes from God. Your faith has to come from God. It's not of this world. We're not praising the scale. Stop doing that. It means nothing. What that means is when it goes down, you're happy. That's where your joy comes from. But when it goes up, you're sad. So your joy comes from the scale, not from the word. God wants to flip that script for you. God wants you to do his work. He needs you to know that he's going to be there. He hasn't forsaken you. Maybe our priorities have just taken precedence over our God. What we want, what we want to do. Because thir uh, Hebrews 13, 8 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. My own feelings aren't the same this morning, this afternoon, and tonight. <laughs> so I can't trust in me. I want to be a size six. You know what? When I was a size six, I thought I was fat. And I would look back at pictures when I was in a size six, and now I'm in a size 12, and I, I think I'm fat. I'm disgusting. And then you get to a size 24. You go, well, well, when I was a size 12, I really should have been happy because look at me and then look at me as a size. Maybe you should start with being happy where you are right now. And that would change the choices you make. That would change the habits you break. That would change the trajectory of your life. But you spend so, so much time beating yourself up and thinking you're fat and not worthy and the scale doesn't move. Then I may as well just throw it all in the air that you make no progress. In fact, I'm going to argue you do make progress. 
but you're making progress towards the wrong thing. You're making progress towards frustration. You're making progress towards, towards the worldly things. And that's not what we're called to do. If you're being frustrated and you find yourself looking back on those pictures and saying, man, I should have appreciated what I have because look at where I am now. What you were thinking to yourself then brought you to where you are now. So you need to know what you think of yourself now is going to bring you to your future self. What are you going to change about what you think about yourself? Are you going to believe and have faith that God made you in his image, his perfect image, that you are beautifully made? Are you going to believe that the world broke you and that the best is behind you and that there is no overcoming this? Jesus is the same. The day he made you, the day you were in your 20s, the day you were in your size 24s, the day you were in your size 36, the day you were in your size 6, his love is constant. His joy is there for you to take. It lives in you. If you've accepted Jesus Christ, the spirit's in you. Stop finding your joy from earthly things. Stop. It, it's, it's a habit that you have. And this says, oh, I don't have the time. I, I can't make good habits. You can. You've made habits. You've just made the wrong ones. So if you've made habits, just the wrong ones, that means that you can make habits. We just need to change how we think about them. We need to change what you're doing. Philippians 4.19, my God will meet your every need out of his riches in the glory that is found in Jesus Christ. God will meet you when you open the door, when you knock, when you say, hey, this isn't about me anymore, God. Have your way with me. Tell me where I need to go for my nutrition and he will guide you. He will prompt you. He will say no. And this goes back to the very beginning. What do you do with his correction? Are we going to be offended and go, well, I should be able to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. That is not what God said. God gave us very strict boundaries with, with room. And boundaries not to make us feel like we couldn't go anywhere. Boundaries to protect us. The same way we wouldn't just let our toddler who just learned to crawl, just like free roam on the second floor, third floor without gating the steps. There's a boundary there. Not because we don't want them to learn to go up and down the stairs, because we don't want them to tumble down and break their face or arm or leg going down it because they're just not ready yet eventually you'll be ready your toddler will be ready so here is my challenge to you if you are finding your joy from the scale from your pant size or from results that are earthly you are a toddler in your health journey right now you may be 56 years old but if your mindset is still stuck there you are an infant and you need boundaries set up that may mean you don't walk down the chip aisle anymore. You don't go down the aisle that's for snacks, for lunch boxes, and all of that. You don't go down those. You don't allow those 
in your house right now, at some point, maybe that barrier is taken away, right? You get stronger, you can go up the stairs, you can go down the stairs, you know your limits, but right now you can't. You need to know that you are that infant. We are all children of God. We are not adults of God, right? We're all children of God. We are all growing each day. But if your happiness comes from this world with your scale or pant size, you are an infant in that belief and in that faith. That I need you to know comes from love. Because I think when we start to realize that, we know, okay, how would I treat a two-year-old in my house? I would put covers on the plugs because what do they want to do? Like stick their finger in it all the time and like take pencils and, and jab it in there. What do they want to do for whatever reason they find instantly? It's just innate in them that they find the under sink cabinet and you're like, oh my gosh, that's where all my pods are, like all the poison stuff. But that's the drawer they always want in. Is it different with you? You always crave chips. You never know how to stop. You always want chocolate. You always get dessert. You always overeat. What is that for you where you need to put the boundary up? Not because you can't ever have it again, but because you need to set that barrier for yourself. You need to know that you're an infant right now in this area. You're not quite strong enough to walk, never mind run through this health season. You have to put up a barrier. Maybe it's the gate to the steps or the gate to the, you know, poison pods or it's a plug in something. It could be something big or small, but there has to be something. It could be throwing away your scale because it's really not about that. And if we are working in our vein to get results, it's probably why you're not getting them. It, what This world is dying. This world is passing away. This world is going to be redeemed one day, but it is all going legit to hell. I don't want to be of this world. You're not called to be. So this week, I want you to think of those areas where the temptation is too strong for you. And not to say it's time to quit what you're doing, but to say it's time for me to look in and look up to the spirit, what it's guiding me to do, to God, what it's aligning me to do, and to look for the way that he has given you out. We don't just say, oh, we're just never going to go to the second floor anymore with a toddler. The way out is we put up a baby gate. It's problem solved. We, you know, plug the plugs with these plastic things. We put these funny little handles on doors that not even I can open and they're super frustrating, but we put those little handles on to the rooms they can't get into, to the drawers they shouldn't go into. What do you need to put a plug on in your life or put a gate up in your life or put a boundary to because you know going to the cheesecake factory you just can't control yourself and you overeat and you stuff and you leave there always feeling guilty and horrible afterwards I want you to think about that and I want you to know that God will meet your every need out of his riches and glory not this world's not your own, not your spouses, not your best friends, not the accountability partner you're looking for. Him, he will provide you what you need when you align 
with his goals for your life, not your own. When you do this for something other than yourself, you have to step out of yourself. You have to realize where you're at. You have to realize "Mm, I'm a baby in my health journey. So I'm going to need, you know, a lot more protection and coddling, right? It's funny because I will find people in the beginning of their journeys are the ones that hire me and the people that are elite will hire me. It's sort of like teenagers. When you're in your teenager state, I don't need your help. I know what I'm doing. I've been going to the gym for three years. I know what I'm doing. When you first begin, you need to know what to do. You need to be coddled at the end of their life. You need to be coddled again, right? Beginning, my clients will need help even figuring out how to lift a weight. And and we go through that. The middle, they think they've got it on their own. And then they'll come back to me going, I have a really specific goal. You're an elite athlete. We need training again. I realize I'm not capable of this on my own. I need you back. What if we stepped into that middle part where we stop saying, I know everything I need to do. I just need to do it and say, I need a coach. I need a plan. I need real accountability. I need to reach out to God. I don't have this all under control because this season you may, but next you won't. I can guarantee it because every season I think that I've got things under control. God blows that house down so fast and I am lowered down to my foundation. And I go, that's right. God, you are my rock. I am not my rock. I cannot sustain this on my own. I cannot do this on my own. I can't do this with my husband, you know, only eating what I'm eating. I'm going to have to do it in a new way. Let's realize where we're at and then say, what boundaries do I need to put up? What healthy boundaries do I need to put up right now? Would I just allow my toddler to play on stairs or in the car, right? No. So if you struggle with sweets, would you fill your pantry with sweets? That seems counterproductive. You're already struggling with it. And now you're trying to fight a temptation that's right in front of you. At least if you're fighting the temptation and it's not there, it's a little bit easier. You can't just be staring at it all day. You're going to cave. You need to have this conversation with yourself and God. Then you need to have this conversation with yourself, your God, and your spouse. And say, this is where I'm, I'm being called with my health. This is where I'm going. I need your support. And then you start moving forward knowing that God will meet your every need right where you're at. So figure out where you're at. Figure out what boundaries you need to put up, not forever, but God is our, Jesus is our shepherd. We have a gate around us to protect us from wolves, to protect us from other things that could kill us, right? There's a gate around us, there's a boundary around us that we're kept in, not to restrict us, but to protect us. Stop just giving yourself free reign to everything in this world. Put up some boundaries, put up some things. If you're comparing to people on Facebook, delete Facebook, put the Bible app in its spot. If you're comparing yourself to Instagram, delete it. You don't need it right now. Eventually, can you come back to it? Probably, but right now it's a form of frustration. It's not growing your faith. You're struggling with that. Delete it. Who cares? Yes, everybody has their journey. Yes, everybody's been, you know, only posting their highlight reels, but 
you might just not need to see that because you can't tell yourself that yet. You're not there yet. You might just need to delete TikTok and delete whatever you need to delete to put up those healthy boundaries for yourself to get out of comparison, to get out of self-hate, to get out of your own way, to let God do a new thing in you. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you all took this with um, love. I hope that you accepted it with um, grace and knowing that a new thing is being done. You might be a screaming toddler right now with your health, but you'll grow with God, with the right guidance. If you're looking for that guidance, you want it in a Christian way, I'm here. Personal trainer, nutrition coach, mindset help, I've got you. You just let me know. Send me a message and go, hey, I, I'm going to get out of my own prideful way and say I need help with this. And I know it's going to be a sacrifice. I know it's going to cost money. I know I'm going to have to put up boundaries. I know I'm going to have to change how I eat, but I'm ready to do that. I'm ready to change for good. You can comment below. If you're ready, you just say ready and we'll have a talk to see if you're really ready. Not everyone's really ready when they think they're ready, right? My son, when he's 15, he'll think he's ready to drive. He's absolutely not. <laughs> he's not ready to drive. He's not ready to drive. He's going to have to wait a little bit. Just because you think you should be there doesn't mean you're there. So let's humble, humble ourselves a little bit. Admit we need some help in this area and go, all right, tell me if I'm ready. Heather, let's have a talk. Tell me if I'm ready. There's a plethora of free information, not only here, but across the entire internet. If you haven't used that yet, but you keep saying you will, it's time to do something different. It's time to step up. So have an excellent day. I hope that this was challenging in a good way. Thank you for allowing me to be earlier today. And I will talk to you guys. I won't talk to you next week. I'm going to be in Florida. The kids don't know, but we're going to Florida. I'm getting my sunshine fix. I know you all know that I need my sunshine fix come February. So I'm doing that. Won't be alive, but I will be available. If you need to talk, if you need to chat, I'm always here. I love you, ladies. This comes from love. Iron sharpens iron. Let's go get this this week. And I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome week, ladies. Bye now.